0: welcome back welcome back it feels good to be back and making a podcast again it's your host alicia and this episode is very special to me because i'm sitting down with my good friend Messiah who's a playwright from Atlanta and we're discussing how we've been mentally dealing with having all this alone time during this uh, unfortunate pandemic and we get into a lot of cool things such as rebirth versus death and how we feel like a Messiah is very comfortable with intimacy and wants it and I don't because I'm so used to being alone there's so many fun things about this episode I'm so excited for everyone to listen Come join us. And the reason, like, I wanted you on the first episode coming back is because I feel like we we both have a tendency to dip out, um, <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like I've dipped out this whole quarantine. But maybe not. I don't know. Have you felt like you've dipped out of life? Yeah, I guess. Um
1: yes yeah <laughs> yeah I kind of zipped out now but i like i don't know like i recently like got back on social media like i have an instagram mm-hmm. um and i feel like this one might be like a little bit more permanent like i think i do feel like this one might be i won't delete this one for like a really long time
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, also do you feel really more like,
0: comfortable like sharing yeah. your thoughts now
1: yeah like i think for me i don't know if i like dipped out because i had a twitter not because i really like twitter twitter is a lot of fun and it's like really easy to just kind of like talk to yourself on twitter just like talk it to the void yeah. is when you have only like 11 followers like who like no one is really looking like
0: who the fuck can, i like when i tweet yeah. i like put it out there and i'm like and when people bring it up to me like in person i'm like what are you talking about I don't even like it's really like I think that social media like our age has been used to like say like everybody is like projecting this image I like don't like the idea of being perceived at all so I really just have blocked that out of my mind I don't even think that people read my stuff or look at my social media
1: yeah I'm really like shook when people do look at it because I never think like anyone's ever paying attention to me yeah. I, yeah, like for me, I feel like I still kind of feel like that way. I just like I'm like people don't pay me any
0: mind. Like no one yeah, is yeah. paying. Me um just to like minimize like- I don't yeah, minimizing my presence in life is something that I do quite frequently, especially I think more now during this pandemic.
1: Mm. I feel like I've like recently I've gained a lot of peace mm. with a lot of things about like myself and like what does it mean to be like your most authentic? I've been really like trying to practice um, like sp- more spiritual. Like that's my biggest goal for 2021 is to kind of just um, really dive a little bit more deeply into like my spirituality. Mm. Um, and it's been a really nice and I'm trying to, I don't know. I've, I've been thinking a lot about like intimacy and like what is intimacy and, and like and like perception was something that always used to like drive me crazy I started like journaling every day recently like and it's been mind-blowing like it's been really life-changing um because I've always been someone who's like journal but then I like kind of stopped after a while but I recently picked it back up picked it back up Yeah, picked it back up excuse me um and I was thinking about how like my view of myself has always been based on how other people perceive me and when I finally acknowledged that when I was like oh yeah like how other people perceive me like affects my own like confidence when I realized that like that wasn't really a good thing that's when I kind of like I don't know started to do like the work and started and I just like took the initiative to just be like I can no longer move that way but I completely understand like how some people don't like to be perceived but like I feel like I've hit a place where I'm like I really don't care about like the way you see me because like at the end of the day I think it's so like it's it's not possible to like ever understand someone else's reality because someone else is so um like just complicated in itself like people like your own reality is shaped by like your own experiences and like your own thoughts and, like, the things you've been through and all this other stuff. So it's like, I don't fucking know. Like, I don't have the time. Ta- I don't know. And, like, now I pay rent. Like, I live in my own place. I just don't have the fucking What? Time you paying about- rent? Yeah. I'm just like, I got rent. Like, I really don't have the time to be thinking about what, like, niggas, is- what you're thinking about me. Like, I just don't have the time. It's just like, what you think is what you think. Like, at the end of the yeah. day,
0: like, um, we can talk about it. But I think I need to get to that place. And I I, I think... Yeah. I journal all the time. I journal all the time. Like, and I have since I was 15 um, consistently and I just feel as though sometimes it can be helpful, but sometimes it can't be like, and I, I think my, I recently entered back into therapy um, and she asked me to like, go through my journals and like, see something that was like popping out, like what was always there and stuff. And I, I, it is a lot of perception issues. I think that I am deeply like an anxious and insecure person. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm trying to get out of that, but it's like so difficult, especially in this alone time. Like I just, it. at first I thought like being alone was like lit, it's cool, but I'm just like discovering all these things about myself. And I'm like, ick, like, (laughs) um, so, I mean, that's been my issue, but I, I, I'm jealous. Yeah, I'm jealous of you. Maybe I need to start paying rent. Maybe that's the trade off. <laughs> you pay rent, you just don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, <okay>. what people
1: <laughs> say about you anywhere. <laughs> right. It's hell, maybe. No, but yeah. I think that, that's okay too. To, I don't know. Even though, like, the fact that you know those things and you're like, at, like, you're trying to do the work and yeah. you're, yeah.
0: I mean, I it's just good- day to day. I feel like, I mean, this is a part of the Cancer Moon <laughs> check in above this podcast, but like, I feel like a part of being a cancer moon is like, everything is so minute to minute. So I'll feel insecure. And then the next minute I'm like, I'm fine. And I'm great. And it's cool. And then I'm insecure. I feel like all, all of my days have just been like me going back and forth, like, oh, this thing. And I just feel like I see so many things from so many different angles that I tire myself out thinking about it. Like, oh, this person sees me this way. This person sees me this way, but I see myself this way. And like merging all these things and just do Doing like, I'm in the Olympics and I'm like spinning the fuck around and doing the most in my head. And then I'm like, let me just go to sleep or smoke weed. So mm. it is <laughs> just a lot, a battle in my head, I would say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I, I really resonate with that. I
1: feel like I used to be the same way. But well, my friend Najee recently, he was like, you can't beat um, who you like, there's this idea of who you are in your head. And you can't always, like, beat that idea. Yeah. Um, but there's, like, a quote by, I think, Michaela, uh, the girl who does I May, I May Destroy You. She says, you don't always have to subscribe to the narrative of who you think you are. And mm. I remember when I read that, I was like, whoa. Like, that That was kind of, like, really insightful and, like, a little life-changing. Because I was like, damn, I think we do all kind of create this narrative of, like, who we think we are, and then we try to subscribe to it. We try, like, okay, like, this is who I am, so this is what I have to be, and, like, this is what I have to
0: do. And I think... that you have to change. Yeah, that's, like, real. That's a word.
1: (laughs) And I think as I get older, I'm starting to realize, it's like, yeah, I just don't really think I can fit into one thing. Like, I think I've always kind of just been a little, like... Eclectic. Yeah, very, yeah, just, like, fucking weird. and there's nothing wrong with that, you know? Like, there's nothing wrong with just kind of, like, acknowledging. Mm. Yeah, like, just being in and acknowledging every type of part of yourself. Like, there probably is no one Alicia. Like, that's okay, too. Um, yeah, and,
0: like, I'm definitely, I'm trying to, like, see that. And also, the the I think what's interesting is the subscribe, like, the subscription that you mentioned, that Michaela Cole said. Like, I, I do think that I subscribe to a version of myself that doesn't necessarily have to stay but I'm scared that like I think what I'm going through now during this pandemic is like cool I can change but with change comes death and with death comes like things that I know like not being around anymore so I'm like so freaked out and like with my group of friends right like we're all talking every day about like our work situations what's going on like in our lives and I just feel like I'm scared that one day, like, the way I talk to my best friend Jenna is, like, going to change because we're just in completely different realms and completely different worlds. And not to say I'm, like, staying the same so, like, all my relationships stay the same. But it's just, like, sad because, like, things are only special when they're special. Mm. So it's just, like, a mix of emotions about... I think self is really weird because self like we want it to be this like alone thing that like we think about in our heads but it just involves so many different other factors and yeah people and stuff it's like crazy
1: yeah that's why for me like I'm always thinking about like the ego and like what is the ego like is it a real thing is it not a real thing like is it possible to live without an ego like I feel like not living without an ego is just like not living without a sense of self, but it's also kind of important to have a sense of self.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, So I don't know. Like, I don't know.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I know. I feel like like we're 23 and 24. It's just like, I don't know. (laughs) I feel like 18 through 22, I kind of was like, I know where I'm going in my life and I know what I need. And now I'm just like, I don't know anything, bro. I am. Empty yeah. mind shit, bro. I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. I people ask me questions and I can't even like answer it. I'm just not consistent at all. And, it, and it's funny because I dated somebody when he was 23 and I would be like, why can't you be consistent with me? Why can't you like be consistent with anything in your life? And like, I have yeah. to like text him, yo, like I get it. <laughs> I understand why you were like that. Like I am currently in this, yeah, just weird.
1: It's so weird because I think it shifts because it's like when you're 18 and 19, almost like 20 and 21, you're, like, weirdly very confident about something. And you're confident about, like, I don't even know what, but you're just like, I know I'm the shit. Like, I'm out here. I'm 21. Like, I'm grown. I'm grown, okay? (laughs) Like, no, one can't tell you nothing. Exactly. Yeah, and it's like you turn 23, 24, and you're like, I don't know shit. And it's like... I have to admit, like, I'm really excited about turning 25. I think your mid-20s is, like, a really nice, sweet good spot. Yeah. yeah. I think, I think like, this, yeah. like those are really, really sexy ages to me. Like, I think 20, I just think yeah. it's really
0: hot. Um, 27, like, 27 is a good age. That's, like, yeah, my like I, life. Really I know is. so much. It's uh, weird because I think that right now, like, when you first get out of, like, graduating from college, because we graduated the same year, 2019. Like, first get out yeah. of college, you're like, I just want to try and do everything. Then you try and do everything, and you still get your ass kicked, because who <laughs> the fuck is a wonder kid right now? Like, you know, we're, especially in this pandemic. And then you get to, like, 23, and, and I'm like, damn. Like, yeah. even if things are happy or things, good things are going on, I just, like, get so anxious about being happy. I'm like, I was like freaking out to my friend today. I'm like telling him, damn, even when the credits roll, you still have to live life. Like you have to maintain that happiness and like these moments I I like being happy, I can't even seem to enjoy them because I'm just like, well, after this, like it's gonna be gone and things are only special and they're special. So my mind has just been all over the place in this pandemic.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, it definitely sounds like an anxious person. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Thank no, but I'm like the same way. I, yeah. I'm also, yeah, I'm in therapy too. And I think one thing I've been realizing throughout the pandemic is like, like how much of an anxious person that I am. But like, I was talking to Al and I was like, Al, yo, I just feel like I'm really like, <laughs> I was like, I'm really chill. Um <clears throat> I feel like I could be really chill. And I was like, yeah, you're chill. But like, you can be uptight. But then underneath that is like more chill. And I was like, oh, shit, it's like I have anxiety. And I was like, I don't want my anxiety to become like a personality trait. And like I said, I'm also in therapy. And my therapist is like, anxiety is something that just creates lies. And so now I think, because I've also been doing like more meditation and stuff like that. And I think now, I'm able to recognize more and more when I'm just having an anxious thought, but it takes a lot of like, it's really, I don't think it's as easy as people think it is like meditating and doing yoga and like burning sage or like all of a sudden very pleasing. They look very beautiful, but it's actually like really fucking hard to like set in really tension or like to meditate or like, sometimes it is hard to just like sit down and journal. Cause you're like, what the fuck do I write about? Or like, you know, you're anxious about journaling or like, you like am I doing this right or something? And I think, for me, I feel like that's what I've been working through throughout this pandemic is like really like, cause it's just me and my mind. like there's nothing else to do. So it's just like exactly. you. And, me. and so I've been really like thinking about how, <clears throat> yeah, anxiety is something that can just create a narrative. And it could just create lies. And I'm just like, this is so wild. Cause it's like, for how long have I been like believing what my anxiety has been telling me? Like, Right now, I'm trying to figure out what is the difference between like my intuition because I feel like cancer moons or cancers are just so intuitive. Yeah. Um, but then it's also really hard when you are like an anxious person. So I'm like, when is this like, what am I having an anxious thought? And then when, when, it, like, when can I like trust my gut? Um,
0: exactly. And I feel like also, I don't know if you told me this or if I just read this somewhere, but like anxiety being something that it just doesn't have always happen in like real time. Like I don't yeah, even realize so what I'm like anxious about. And then I'm like, like, I remember when I was younger, like I would be writing in my diary and my journal and stuff. And like, I would, if my handwriting didn't look good I would rip out the page and I would read I would look at the writing and I would rewrite it. a But I did that used to do it like three or four times and just like, it has to be perfect. It has to be. And then like all of my journal entries until like maybe 2018 for like five years were like crazy neat and crazy like what if somebody reads this like it has to be in like well-formed and like that's like I think back about that and I'm like wow that was fucked up Um, (laughs) like that was a pretty yeah so I think that like now realizing and sitting in silence and being like okay these are lies but also like you don't want it to be a personality trait but It's a lot of, I feel like right now, like it's a lot of my personality. Um, Yeah, yeah, Yeah. so it can be, especially just during these times where things are so minute to minute. And I mean, that leads to me, I have like these questions for you, but um, like this leads me to like the next thing of like, how many times do you think you've like died or i.e. changed this year?
1: Oh my God, so many times.
0: (laughs) Uh this is the second time that we recorded this podcast so
1: (laughs) oh yeah yeah i mean that's so true i also like (laughs) i'm really into like rebirth (laughs) which is weird but i also think that's like an eighth house thing like because all these on my moon my like mars and venus like they're on the eighth house and it's really big on like rebirth but i realized too that i usually always feel I've been like caught in like the same like romantic cycles over and over and over again. Mm. And one thing I realized about me is that like, once I stop talking to a man, like like once there's like no man in my life, I feel so liberated and so free and like <laughs> and <Yeah>. like <laughs> like yeah, like when my phone is dry and like there is no nigga hitting me up and like I'm just minding my business, like I feel great. Like I don't feel it's when like <laughs> like a guy's like, oh, hey, I want to get, that's when I, like, really start to get anxious. Like, that's, for some reason, like, a really, like, like, I don't know, some sort of, like, dating or, like, casually dating or, like, talking to men. It's just something that makes me really, really anxious. Until recently, yeah. I met someone who, like, he was, like, the first guy who kind of, like, didn't make me anxious.
0: Oh, um, that's but- so cute.
1: Yeah, I mean, kind of. I wound up, like, still kind of being anxious about it. But, like, in the beginning, there was, like, nothing about him made me anxious, which I really liked. Yeah. But I always felt like I, like, went through some sort of rebirth after I was always done, like, talking to, like, a guy or something like that. Mm. Um, and I was reading about, like, the eighth house. And they said that people who have, like, placements in the eighth house feels like, like, relationships are, like, just really complicated for people
0: yeah. who are, like,
1: placed in that house. And that they feel like they've kind of like rebirth after like their like relationships have come to an end, or there's some sort of like some sort of like cycle has come to like I don't know full circle again. Yeah, but I feel like 2020 has been
0: just the year changes, just the year
1: lessons. I feel like 2021 should, I don't know, I don't even know what to say about 2021 because like we were all so fucking excited for
0: 2020. I'm not saying shit about 2021. That's what I'm telling you. I'm not saying
1: shit. Is that the astrologers are saying the cardinal sign should really catch, like, just like catch a break for 2021? Because, um, I'm jealous. Saturn is moving into, it's going from, it's moving out of Capricorn and going into Aquarius or something like that. So Mm -hmm. they're saying all the cardinal signs should, like, (laughs) just like, (laughs) like catch a break. Yeah, and my heart is like full of cardinal signs. Like it's full of like mute and cardinal signs. I don't have any fixed placements, and um, I'm really happy about that. But 2020 was definitely like multiple rebirths over and over again.
0: I, I like, like, you're yeah. a I really like yeah. what you're saying, rebirth. I really like that you're saying, rebirth, because I've been in my mind. I like read um the parable of the sower, um, and I have. I really, it really stuck with me. Like change is death. God is change and you know, interchangeable, like, they're all the same thing. And I, I think that I've been saying, like, death is change. So, like, it's less scary to me. But I like, I think I need to take the next step and say, like, it's reverse. It's not just, like, death. And um, because, yeah, I think the biggest thing about 2020 that was so scary, it was just so much constant change, like, and it made the past feel like a distant dream. Like, I can't even, like, I don't even remember, like, us being in Sarah Lawrence. Like, I'm so disconnected from it. I'm like, what? Like, I don't Uh, even remember living in New York. I mean, I uh, I remember all these things. I just feel as though, like, and it's in a different reality. Like, yeah. This has been a long year. It has been a crazy, like, Kobe died this year. Yeah, like,
1: I just, that shit is so hard. It's so hard to around that
0: yeah Uh, it's just a lot
1: yeah Chadwick Boseman like that's
0: crazy yeah just a lot (laughs) of like death and the (laughs) end of things yeah Yeah, I know and it just like it makes you feel like older because I think I've been and then I had like deaths that were like fairly close to me so it just makes it ages you like losing things ages you so much and it really like warped my sense of time
1: Yeah. yeah No, I think that's true.
0: Warped my sense of time so much, but I don't know. You know, we just gonna be out here, gang, gang. It ain't nothing to do but be out here. You know what I mean? (laughs)
1: Like,
0: (laughs) Um, nothing to do. Yeah, it really isn't. It's just, but it's interesting that you, you like, associated your change um, with romantic relationships. Like, yeah what have you seen this year what have you done i mean
1: i don't know like i feel like 2020 was the year i learned how to like stop disassociating but mm. in terms of like romance i feel like i just kind of dated a lot this year um or like i don't know just yeah. kind of like yeah i, mean, I was in atlanta like but we we're at sarah lawrence like i think you know my story like sarah lawrence is a very white campus like I don't Very. No one was checking for me, like, but being here in Atlanta, like, <laughs> it's so beautiful. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and, and, I don't know. Yeah, definitely a place that I think has helped me, like, learn how to date. Well, I don't know about that, but like, it's I'm learning something. <laughs> um, learning something. <laughs> I think I just interacted with like a lot of people, and um, I think this year. I've definitely have had to figure out what my definition of intimacy intimacy is and mm-hmm. how that might look different to everyone. And, like, there are different types of intimacy. There's emotional intimacy. There's sexual, like, intimacy. There's – um, and I feel like for me, like, as I get older, I'm starting to realize that I really value, like – like, I don't really – I think I just value like who I spend my time with no matter if it's a friend like I just like because I don't like I love being alone like I'm usually like alone like 90% of the time so when I do finally hang out with someone like whoever I'm hanging out with like whether I invite you over to my house whether I like carve out the time to go see you in a park like I just value you as a person and I care about you and it took me like an entire year to realize like that that is just like the way I am with people. It's just like, I just value the people who I'm with. I don't think I'm like, I don't know, I just do. And I kind of like really just care. I think it's like a Cancer Moon thing. Like I just care for people a lot and an entire year to realize that like, like where do I place my value? Uh, And that's helped figure out like my definition of intimacy.
0: Yeah, I've been struggling with intimacy now. Like, um I'm so sorry my dogs are going wild, but um I've been struggling with intimacy because I think that in a world where we don't really have to be around anyone right now, I like enjoy being alone so much that I don't want to disrupt it. And I'm struggling in my relationships now, like figuring out what being intimate is. I think I, I used to operate on a system like everyone can see all my thoughts all the time. And so when I realized that no one really knows things unless I tell them, I'm like, I want to like keep a bunch of stuff secret. Like, why should my, oh my thoughts be for everyone I know and um it even feels weird recording this podcast because again I was like I was listening to my episodes and I was like what the fuck I was saying mad shit that was just like really personal like and I was just giving that away for free so good, it was so good yeah I don't, so I'm ex- yeah I
1: don't,
0: I'm excited to be like Intimate, but I'm like finding it difficult to do that in romantic relationships. You know, my speaking about the eighth house, my uh sun and moon are actually in the seventh house, which seventh house is like relationships, partnerships. So I've always been so die hard, like I want to be in a relationship. I care so much about the people in my life. I want them around all the time. But now I'm just kind of like. That overwhelms me because I'm balancing that with like the whole perception thing, where I don't want to be perceived. So I'm like, I need to go into this hole, and then I realize that I do need to talk to people. So it's just like this pandemic, like how I've been like relating to others is very genocide. I don't even know if that's how you say that. It's been hard. It's been hard. You know.
1: Yeah. Where do you from? What? Where do
0: you think that comes
1: from? like the fear of being perceived. Like what What do you think could mm-hmm. happen if you were perceived by someone?
0: I think that it's connected a lot to my childhood. Like growing up as like, see, let me just give it away the thoughts for free and the memories for free. Um, I like, as a kid, I was like big. So like, I just never wanted to be seen. Like I wanted, and it's so funny cause I'm a Leo. And I I think that people always tell me like I'm some like the only Leo that they usually like because Leos are usually known for being like out there, extra as fuck. And like I'm definitely extra as fuck, but like in a very reserved way. And I do like being on the behind the scenes. And I think that stems a lot from being like an overweight child and now an overweight adult. Like I think that I just always had difficulty with people seeing me. Um, So yeah, like and also just feeling like a chameleon like this person will like me if I am into the things that they like and just like fitting like I'm a a social butterfly but am I a social butterfly or am I just very appeasing like Mm. um yeah so I've just been trying to navigate that a bunch um which has been wild (laughs) Mm. um but yeah I think it's fine I feel like I think I'm healthier because I know this stuff, which this has always been under a bunch of other bullshit that like, doesn't matter. Like I, I used to distract myself. Now it's getting harder to distract myself. So like, I am okay with figuring these things out. And I don't think that I'm like in a bad mental spot because I, kn- I know these things about myself, if that makes sense. Cause I just got to do the work. Yeah, um, yeah. That's where I'm at. I just got to do the work and try to do something, stuff differently. Yeah. Um, Yeah. That's (laughs) that's, that's great, though. (laughs) Yeah, just trying to. But, like, what have you been up to? Like, what is a day in Masaya's life in Atlanta in her apartment that she pays rent for?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, I wake up. I work around the corner. so like it takes you like five minutes to get to work <clears throat>
0: Ooh, that's and, nice
1: yeah i just been like so i wake up and i journal and then i'm trying to like wake up five o'clock in the morning but that's not happening it's, just, <laughs> like, it's hard it to wake
0: up early it's it so hard, hard.
1: like <laughs> <laughs> like tony morrison did it but i'm like i'm not tony like I, right I, like <laughs> i don't know it is hard um So I wake up and I journal and I eat breakfast and then I go to work. I come home and I'll try to read or like, I don't know, maybe I'll like watch TV or something. Um, That's
0: so nice.
1: Yeah. It's like very, I feel very present. Like I've had, I had a really good, I'm having a really good December. I had a really stressful November. I was, I like, I recently like changed jobs and I was working at a place that really, really stressed me out. I also realized that like, I'm someone who, like, my environment has a really, really big impact on me. Um,
0: yeah.
1: So, like, I'm someone where, like, when I get really, really stressed out, I, like, develop, um, uh, what is it called? Um, why do I want to say echinacea? It's definitely not echinacea. Eczema. <laughs>
0: Echema. <laughs> Echema. It's not e- echinacea as an herb. Your mouth moves the same way when you're saying both those <laughs> words. So I completely <laughs> understand. <laughs> yeah. So when I get really
1: stressed out, I get like um, really bad eczema. And I realized like my mom told me, she was like, yeah, like, cause I was like, my neck was itching. And I was like, mom, what's on the back of my neck? And she was like, yeah, you have eczema. And I was like, what? She's like, yeah, girl, like, I know you. Like, I'm your mom. She's like, you are someone where like, you have to listen to your body. Your body tells you everything you know and i know it's for real and i was like i know if i'm at the point where like i'm developing fucking eczema like something's got to change so i was like i gotta leave this job like change my environment and right now i'm really trying to like practice just listening and like what does it mean to like really sit and listen to what is going on inside of you as a person like where like where do you where do you feel like that your energy is going like like what thoughts are you hearing in your head like are they good thoughts are they negative thoughts are they nice thoughts like if you're telling yourself like for me i can be really self critical and and this is like dead ass like some of the things i go through like on a daily basis like i'm really like i can ruminate a lot and like i'm really trying to break like my ruminating like like patterns and yeah. so like throughout the day like I don't know if I'm having a moment where I'm like, oh, you're so stupid. And like, I'm trying to figure out how to break that thought immediately. Um, And just trying to practice like more in mindfulness day to day. So.
0: Which is very healthy. Your body does tell you so much. Like there's definitely, I think one of the things I've been trying to do for the last couple of months is just. Listen to my body rather than telling my body it. Like, I think that as people, especially in like, you know, we're in this shit show of America where capitalism is rampant and everybody just wants yeah. to do a bunch of shit to their body, which I'm not, I'm not just even talking about plastic surgery. I'm talking about just a bunch. Like we, we put our bodies through a lot, like not even appreciating, like our bodies have been, um, with us our whole lives. And it obviously it's grown, it's changed, but we just, there's certain things that in situations where I've rejected things, my body, like, and I, there was a reason that I was supposed to be rejecting those things and Mm. um, not accepting them, whether it was like a sexual partner or like, yeah, I don't know. There's just a bunch of things that with your body, you just have to listen to. So that's really, and I mean, eczema isn't, I'm, I'm sure it was not great, but at least you have something that tells you like, I'm stressed out. Like I need to do something different.
1: Yeah. For real? Because so I was thinking, I was like, if that gets to a point where, like, it's showing up on my body, like, it must be really bad. And I was like, I don't think my body deserves this type of, like, stress. And yeah. then I've also, like, I feel like I've been doing, like, a lot of reading recently. And I was thinking about, like, physiology and how, like, certain emotions are stored in, like, certain organs or, like, just in certain places of your body.
0: yeah, And,
1: like, I feel like the body is just, like, the first house. Like, it's the first place where, like, you are born into, if that makes sense. I don't know. Yeah,
0: no, it's real. Like, if yeah. Your body knows you. And I just yeah, feel like there's so many different things. Like, I'm a big believer in mental facts and um, things being passed down through generations and stuff. Even things that you don't even realize. Yeah, yeah. And I just... Like, I'll just like be talking to my sister and trying not to think too much about what I'm saying, because when I'm doing that, I'm like saying things that like my mind, like my mouth hasn't heard from my mind yet. You know what I mean? Like, I just feel like your, your body knows you. So like, just like talk without thinking sometimes and just walk without thinking. Like I used to in the summer when it was warmer, I used to just like walk and not be super concentrated on where I was going and just um, not really having a goal, but just knowing I wanted to walk. And that I think has greatly um, improved almost my anxiety. I think September, October, November, I wasn't very much walking. And I think that that's a problem. Now that I think about it, I'm like, I feel as though you just got to be in, in tune with your body. Yeah. Yeah. And it takes like time to figure out,
1: how to be in tune with your body, like how to listen to it, especially if you like, like for me, like I just used to disassociate a lot, like just all the fucking time. I I do it all the time. Yeah. Like I'm out of here. (laughs) I'm gone. And then like, finally, like I think journaling is something that really helps me stop disassociating. Um, And I'm also just like a natural daydreamer. So like, Me too. when you're like, when you learn, you're like, oh, like my body's saying this or like, oh, I need to listen to this. It's, it can be really, really insightful and really productive.
0: Yeah. And I, I mean, going back to the anxiety thing, what yeah. I was trying to say it earlier, but I d- couldn't remember it, but like, I read somewhere that like anxiety is your body, like having a reaction to something that like you've marked as like painful in the past like, or not painful or unenjoyable or something that like you don't really like doing. So that's why you fixate it. Like something, like, for example, you asked me and I connected, like, why I don't want to be perceived. And I've connected it back to my childhood. It's like really deep. Like there's mad. Freud has something going on when he was talking about that childhood stuff, like your subconscious and like what you, we internalize as kids, like really like comes back. And I think that part of that is just your body like when I yeah. I don't know when something is I feel it's dangerous like that's why I'm so anxious about it and my heart starts beating like it's actually yeah. a beautiful thing that like your body is so in tune with your mind
1: yeah sometimes. It really so. is.
0: and it's something you have to like
1: unlearn because like I grew up with a really anxious mother and I really think that's the reason why
0: you're so anxious yeah
1: i think it's like the sole reason why but i think it's definitely like like you know her being anxious i think was definitely passed down to me um Mm -hmm. she has like anxiety like rightfully so um but i think too like like there are so many things to be anxious about i also think it's like racialized too like i think i just have like a lot of like racial anxiety like just being like a black woman and stuff like that but like I don't know. I just agree, like with with what you said of like how easily you can connect. Cause I, I was thinking about that made me think of like whether or not like a lot of anxious people are also very sensitive people. So I wonder if like that has anything to do with it. Like with me being like a very sensitive person, and like I didn't realize like I think I'm also like an empath. And I know like a lot of people say that like oh, I'm an empath, but I think I'm like dead ass like an empath. Like I really feel <laughs> everything. Like I it, I just Like, that's what I learned this year is that, like, not everyone feels the same way. Like, there's some people who are just, like, so emotionally unavailable. And I'm like, I don't understand how you can't feel what you're feeling. Like, that's so crazy. Like, that made me think of, like, the fixed placements. Like, Aquarians, how they, like, detach. and Like, Taurus can, like, just, like, someone was saying, like, fixed placements, like, they deal with all their emotions later. And so, like their internal conflict is that like they're always just catching up to like what they're feeling, (laughs) opposed to like cardinal signs are always like you immediately feel what you feel. And I'm like,
0: it's funny because I go back and forth between the two. Like, oh yeah, (laughs) because my chart is mostly cardinal, but like I am a Leo, and I just like it's just me feeling all the time. Like today, like I felt anxious about where I was going in like my career and life and path. And I just like sat in my bed and I was like processing mad stuff, things that I was feeling in the moment, but also like I was just, in my mind was in a lot of different places at once about how I felt about stuff. And I'm like, and I'm trying not to smoke about it anymore. And it's just, um, mm, yeah, it's hard as hell. I, I being an empath though, it's like, it's very awful. I don't know what's worth being an empath or like emotionally like cutting out, like detaching from stuff. I don't know. I, I really, cause it always comes back later. Yeah, it does.
1: That's why I don't care when people are like, oh, I don't care. I don't care. I'm like, well, you will later. Like, you going right, to feel it. Exactly.
0: You like, won't feel it right now, but you're going
1: to feel it. You're going to feel it eventually. I don't care what anybody's like. You're not, like, you're going to feel yeah, it. Right. Uh, oh, my therapist was like, um, feelings are in the body. And then, um, oh, man, I forgot what she said. She was like, your brain was not designed to feel. She's like, your brain doesn't feel anything. Like, your brain just thinks. She said, but feelings operate within the body. And then, like, thoughts operate within the mind. And that was something else that kind of helped me, like, yeah. kind of mm-hmm. navigate my anxiety. Because I'm like, okay, when I'm feeling anxious, like, I can literally feel it in my chest. And mm-hmm. so, like, and it happened to me, like, I think yesterday I was, like, really anxious about something. Like, social media is something that can make me really anxious. Yeah. And Before logging on, I was like really anxious and I felt it in my chest and I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to sit with this feeling and I'm going to allow myself to feel it. And then as as soon as I acknowledged
0: what was happening, it like went away. And I was like, damn, that's crazy. crazy. That's beautiful. That is some beautiful shit to like know and to actively be doing. When I get anxious about something... I will run everywhere but that thing. And I just have been finding the- myself being so still and just like, just laying there like, and just being like, I don't know. Like I, the reason why I stopped smoking and I was like, I gotta take a tea break is because I got really high off of Indica. I think it was because it was ether. Like it was something like I smoked it and I, I bugged out for like three hours, but I was like laying in my bed and watching a movie. And yeah. I was like, I was called. It was Carol with Kate Blanchett, and um, I forgot that girl's name. I love her too. Yeah,
1: Rooney Mara.
0: Yes, I love her yeah. so. that she's oh, I love her so much. But um, I was watching that, and I was like getting so anxious about the idea of making a movie, and I like wow. I was like like a a feature length movie, and like getting to that point and movie sales and grossing and just thinking about the business side of film, and then the artistic side of film and how just it's like beautiful to create but it's also daunting as hell like and I just sat there and I just like was crying and shaking and I was like why am I and it made me think like am I supposed to be a filmmaker if I'm feeling like this or is this like me telling myself that I need to like improve on my craft and like really because I've been afraid to write I've been afraid to do everything make stuff it's a fear of like it being perceived like that issue again and um yeah yeah, I just like bugging out. So no more weed for me. Um, I'm trying to face these things by myself. Um uh,
1: yeah. yeah. I think it's a, a good thing to take a break from weed. I was the opposite. I'm like, I want to start smoking weed again. Really? Um, <laughs> yeah, because I've been smoking. Um, but I like really wanted to. Yeah. I, I yeah, it's a lot. It it can make you really anxious though. That's the thing about like smoking, is I feel like I have to know the strand. If I don't know the strand, I will not smoke it. I feel like I'm That's a really poor. Yeah, because like like sour diesel is something that can send my anxiety through the roof. Like that.
0: Feels like, <laughs> that strand fucked oh, me yeah. up. <laughs> that like is platinum. serious. Like, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I did that in West Virginia. I was smoking. I was in West Virginia with um, my friends, and I didn't know what it was either. And then we were all just loopy as hell. And then we are like, I got to take a nap. And yeah. I just, like, it really knocked me out. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people are just smoking whatever they get in a plastic baggie. And that is wrong. Yeah. I'm just like, what? I cannot. Like, need
1: to know what I'm smoking.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Period>. I'm learning <laughs> that
1: Indicas are not for me. Oh, really? That's how I feel about sativas. I can't really smoke. I can't. I don't need. Like, sativas make me feel like there's a really big microphone inside my head and like mm. my thoughts will <laughs> amplify I feel like it's like a megaphone yeah. like, it's insane yeah I like a nice hybrid I need an yes, I a, was
0: just about to uh, say that a hybrid is yeah. nice
1: like the and only it's favorite. like fun yeah
0: yeah it is um
1: I like blue dream which is a sativa dominant but it's like so chill mm-hmm. and so relaxing where it doesn't send you too far into your like your own head it's really nice yeah.
0: Cause I used to just like I, I think why I need to stop is because there has not been a day since I feel like August that I have not smoked. Like, I literally like every, Yes, every day I get a chai tea. Um I get chai tea. I I roll or I have my bowl and I just sit and I listen to music and oh my god. I smoke and drink. I know. <laughs> and like my mom is just like, so I need to stop. I know it sounds great, but like in theory, it's great, but like in practice, I think I've had so many epiphanies, but they're overwhelming me. I think I need to slow down all the realizations that I'm having, and that's why I need to stop.
1: Okay, yeah. I feel like are you like in like a weed coma? Kind of like we just like been smoking so much weed, we're just like, oof, you just gotta like take a break. Pr- yeah.
0: I didn't yeah, I didn't realize it until like I I haven't smoked in like two days and like I'm like wow, this is nice to just have a clear day and to go to sleep and like not need help for it, like not need help to get to sleep. And I wouldn't even say, I think that addiction is a weird word. And I think that it also, I don't know, means a lot to different people. Um, but I just, I'm definitely going to partake. I gave it to my brother-in-law. Um, to, to hold on for to, for me. And I'll smoke it after Christmas. Smoke somewhere after Christmas. But for these next two weeks, especially before this conjunction of Saturn and Jupiter, baby, <laughs> I, need yeah. <laughs> I need to be sober. I need to be sound in mind and body. <laughs> have you
1: tried smoking like CBD? No, I have not. You should give it a try. That's what I like to smoke. Sometimes. If I, right? And it like you don't get high, but it's just a nice it could just calm me down. I don't know. It's really relaxing. Yeah, i like, have heard
0: that.
1: It's really really chill.
0: Cuz yeah, for
1: people who have anxiety. I think it's really good.
0: Yeah, I've heard that. My um, friend who had a she had a chronic autoimmune disease and she said that that really helped her. Like she had like gummies and she would just eat them every day and yeah, yeah, I think that's what I need to switch to because I think that the THC, man, all that, that when you're hallucinating and, and like opening, I feel like I was in my mind opening up like a bunch of doors in a house, like, yeah. um, and all these stiff all the rooms are different and I'm just like going in like, oh my gosh, I'm 13 there. I'm going into other rooms, like 18 yeah. year old Alicia, just visiting my past selves and like, it's cool, but like, yeah. need to calm down. Need to oh my God. Down. It's crazy because I like kind of
1: miss that. But I also like know I have to chill out because like we can just really I-, I feel you. I really resonate with that because I feel like we... <laughs> it can really make like your anxiety um, worse if you're not careful.
0: It really uh, can, especially the strand. Like it's very important. Yeah. The strain that you're smoking. So I understand
1: completely. That's why it's I think perfect. when I do start smoking again, I'm gonna just smoke C B D. Just chill out. This is so yeah. nice makes you feel like you're taking like a warm bath it's so, Ooh.
0: so- yeah I'm, i think i'm gonna pick it up i think that i i need that instead of just like constantly buying quarters like yeah, I, Ooh, yeah. Right, like
1: hawaiian haze and then there are so many people who like ship too it's so easy to get it.
0: oh yeah. shoot to you you put me on i feel like it's interesting because like i always feel like we're really in tune and in sync with each other even like i haven't talked to you in a while um but even so like i feel like you be put me on the stuff like it's crazy i feel like you're like a couple uh steps ahead of me in some things (laughs) and and and, in terms of like anxiety and being a cancer moon like in terms of that it was, yeah. I feel like I did the work this year. I feel like
1: you I go, Messiah. Work. I was like, I'm tired of these niggas. I'm tired of myself. I'll really figure it out. And I don't know, Like, fool me once, but like, I don't know. I, I can only like go through the same bullshit over and over again. Especially, I'm just like, I'm over it. I'm over right. it.
0: Exactly. That's what I was trying to do, but then I'm like, it's so scary to not be doing what I'm comfortable with, being self-destructive. Like that's why I, I think that I'm like behind you cuz I'm like still like oh I miss doing that toxic shit though. <laughs> so yeah. it's just all very it's all very a lot, I think. But I'm, I'm I think part of this year was me doing the work was also me but smoking a bunch of weed and figuring things out and having all these epiphanies, but now I'm moving into doing the work like actually And in practical ways. Yeah. Because if you just, that's what I'm learning. Like, if you just sit and you just smoke and think about what's wrong or like realize, like, you're not really helping anybody like yourself if you're not changing things. So,
1: yeah. Sad to hear. A lot. You
0: know?
1: Um,
0: Yeah, it is. And I, you know, it's all going to be good. But, in terms of this year, well, Mom, let's not even talk about this next year. Let's talk about the next couple of weeks of the end of 2020. What does that look like for Messiah?
1: Oh, it looks like a serious, alone, like independent journey. Like <laughs> I plan on, I'm going back home to Miami. Ooh. and yeah I'm actually gonna I plan on just like writing a short film like I have not been home in like a year like I recently went home to Miami and like now I'm gonna go back again and I just want to write and I actually wanted to ask you if you like wanted to help produce the film like with me Khalifa now yeah <laughs> uh, I'm down yeah and I wanted to like shoot it anyway that's what I plan on doing I plan on just like writing um because I just feel like such a spiritual presence when I'm in Miami but I really want to just kind of like focus on like my spirituality and like evolving listening and really closing out the year with just like the intention to just listen and love be a better friend be a better daughter but like overall really just like develop a very intimate relationship with myself and then Mm -hmm. I want that relationship to be a very positive and embracing one um
0: that's fairly beautiful
1: yeah. the way
0: you've always described you've described that miami ripped to the trip that we were supposed to take at the beginning of this year um but i feel like the way you describe miami is so beautiful and not how i've seen miami represented by like movies and tv shows and the one time that i was there in 2011
1: yeah it's so so interesting I feel like yeah. Moonlight comes very close. Well, Moonlight kind of gets it. Um, yeah. Moonlight.
0: I think yeah. My, my end of the year is trying to be more practical and more in touch and balance. Because I do think there's a beauty in just allowing whatever I'm thinking to come out my mouth. I do also think there's beauty in controlling those things. So I'm trying yeah. to learn balance in these next couple of weeks before, you know, honestly, next week because for Black people, December twenty first is supposed to be lit. We're all supposed to be X Men, so I've been, you know, prepping for that. I'm just joking. Wait, what? Wait, what's going? You on? haven't seen that on uh, Twitter? Oh. It's like this girl was like it's been 400 years or something on we're entering the age of Aquarius and all the black people are going to wake up and we're going to be spiritually evolved like we're gaining powers and like the and it's funny because I mean linked up with. I mean I don't think she directly mentioned astrology I think I just inserted that but in terms of astrology December 21st is supposed to be the Conjunction of Jupiter and Saturn and Aquarius. And so we're moving into the age of Aquarius, which is like community and unity. So it lines up. So, yo, if I, what do you want to be your superpower if we get superpowers on the
1: 21st? Oh, that is such a good question. Oh my God. <laughs> my superpower would be to. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I feel like when I was younger it would be like my superpower would be to like be invisible, walk through walls but like I was already invisible <laughs> like
0: <Yeah.
1: laughs> it would be something like probably my superpower would be like to allow other people to like embrace themselves in a the way that they want to be embraced. <laughs>
0: to just know somebody's like love language or and to know yeah, some what somebody needs Just kind of
1: like give everyone the love that they think they deserve like that would be my mm-hmm. power like i really want
0: beautiful
1: i really love love
0: yeah I really love love nigga (laughs) it's so great I think it's so good it is it's such a moving force I thought about that like the power to heal if I could just heal people but then I'm just like and then I'm conflicted with that because I'm like damn if I heal everybody there's stuff that people need to feel like pain is supposed to be felt It's like Uh, it it, it causes gross. So I'm like, oh, because at first I was like the Cancer Moon. My head ass is like, if I had a superpower, I would want to time travel, and not time travel (laughs) to like I know that is not the most Cancer Moon shit you've ever heard. I want to time travel. Yes, I want to time travel to just experience things again. But I know that that's not realistic, and I know that that would be so unhealthy for me. I know that. (laughs) Isn't if that? Would
1: you travel, like toward like? Would you go in the future or like in the past? Like, what would you? Do, do you
0: need to add, Do you need, actually need to <laughs> ask you that question? You know, I would go to the past. I can't even what? conceptualize the future. What? <laughs> I know. What the I know. Oh, I, know. <laughs> <What>? I just <laughs> <that's>, <laughs> I really just want to experience being what? like. <laughs> And it's funny because my friends said the same thing. Because I asked my friends that I was like, and they were like, why the hell would you want to do that? Like, I don't want to go back yeah. to the past at all. I am just in, I'm happy, but I'm sad. And I just like miss my grandfather and I miss my Aunt Jackie. And oh. I miss these little moments <laughs> that like credits rolled and things were beautiful. Or like, I miss, you know, not miss it like I want to go back there and I want to stay there, but just to like visit 2014 for a day and not change anything. Uh-huh but just be able to like experience that. And I wouldn't use it every day. I would just be like once a month, I'm gonna go on a trip back one day just to like see, cause there's so many things. I'm jealous of people whose memories are really great. And like my memory used to be really awesome. But as I'm aging, I'm like, again, the past just feels very distant and I'm forgetting things and things are being stored in parts of my brain that I can't always access. So that's why I would like to time travel. But that would not be my superpower. I guess it would be to fly. I would love to fly. <laughs> <laughs> I, was a fine. I would that's love to fly if I can't, if the unhealthy thing is to time travel. That is so funny. Why would you yeah. want to go into the future? What is wrong with you? I'm just curious. I want to see what's going to happen. That would that's freak cool. me out.
1: Yeah, it's also like, I think part of my anxiety, i like, I just need to know like, what's going on.
0: Right. <laughs> what's everybody doing over there?
1: What's, no, what's ha- in the future? Oh, no, that's what I wanted to tell you. I have been, I feel like December, especially for Cancers, they were saying that we have to, like, practice letting go this December. And I feel like that is why I have gained so much peace. I don't know how, when, or why, but I have recently have learned how to just, like, let go. And it feels really, really good. And I think that that's actually is- a bit of anxiety, too. It's just, like, it's kind of, like, holding on to things. Because, like, you're holding on to these thoughts because you just... I feel like anxiety is kind of, like, a weird relationship and, like, dance with control. Because, like, at the end of the day, you can't control how other people perceive you. You just right. can't. And once I finally and- let that go, I was like, I'm free. <laughs> it felt yeah. great.
0: And that's where I need to be. And that's in the next two weeks where I need to focus on because I just am like, I can't let things go and I can't let things die. And there's a reason. That's what I said. The thing about pain, because pain is also change. I don't know. It's just like, I need to, you're right. I need to let some shit go. I need to take a bunch of things and even the happy things and just let them go. Um, But that's what that the end of the year is dedicated to. You know, just trying to let shit go before
1: just gotta let it go.
0: I feel hella toxic saying that I wanted to time travel. I probably will regret that because people are gonna I would roast me, but um <laughs> you're all right. <laughs> Y'all <You're> right. <laughs> Get up, it's all right. Yeah, I need to, you know, let things go and it'll be okay. Um power learning how to let things go that is a superpower yo that is my superpower i'm about to manifest that right now i'm gonna be able to let things go do it that yeah and and vibrate at a higher frequency yeah that's 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 i'm putting that into existence i feel because we i mean context we recorded this podcast like what was it a month or two ago And then I just didn't like how it sounds. So we're doing it again. I feel like we've changed so much since then. And that was like months ago. Because you were saying different stuff. You weren't saying. Yeah, "Yeah, I feel like like, things were (laughs) a lot different. Yeah. So that's beautiful. And that's real. There's always tomorrow. Well, not always. Everybody doesn't have tomorrow. But, you know. there's always the present there's always the present and there's always time for growth and the thought of tomorrow not the promise if that makes sense alicia
1: you have to keep please never stop
0: never stop saying bullshit yeah my mom wants me to stop my mom today she was just